Hello, it's another episode of Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast. I'm going to turn the light off, Paul, because you could have done that before we started. Because I'm looking at you. I don't want to see you. All right, we'll turn the light off then. I fucking will. Go on then, do it. Fucking hell. Right, happy? Am I? Well, no, you're not. (laughs) You never have been. I never have been happy. No. It's you. You're. What? What what am I? I do nothing but. You're sadness shaming. Oh, whatever. Exactly that attitude. No, whatever. (laughs) I've got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Do the fucking intro then. You just interrupted me. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Cheap Show Economy Comedy Podcast. Welcome to the Cheap Show. The Cheap Show. I'm just. Listen. I'm just pointing out problems just as I come up. I'm nipping it in the bud. That was going to turn into a grammatical train wreck by the end of the sentence, okay? Boys not, and... It's not... The, boys and girls? It's not for children. It's not, but we have a lot of kids who listen to this. Do we? Yeah, we, I, we had a 14-year-old write in once. Shouldn't be. You shouldn't be listening if you're still listening. Shouldn't you? No. No well, one I... listening should be listening. <laughs> no. The, well, That's, we know that. Yeah, we know we that. Know that. But I... Um, I can't <laughs> say it. I... S- no, I'm not going to say it. It's dark in here now, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, a, bit, turn it's the light a bit oppressive. Out. No, it's nice. It's cosy. It's warm uh, in here. The uh, house of pickles is humid. It's it's a fecund attitude. Yeah, I can see Mount Grotpants steaming away in the in the hazy the, semi distance in the corner of my eye. Look how majestic the sources, the hall of sources there up up on it up its up on the hill. They shine like a beacon over the land of pickles. You can see the sauce trough has made a bit of a return there. It's building. It's like a... There's some Kit Kats in there in my new sauce, sauce bucket. It's like a fly tipping site, that part of your table, where every now and then just like, you know, a couch turns up on it or a football. Diarrhea medicine. Why have you got diarrhea? You know what? I don't want to know why you've got diarrhea medicine. <laughs> because I had diarrhea. Ooh. Ooh. Mrs. <laughs> you know? What? I got... I didn't get diarrhea. Do you know what I got it for? What? It's meant to be a good hangover cure. Is it? Yeah, because it's like um, all salts and minerals that you need. It yeah. rehydrates you. It's diarrhea medicine. Great. And Welcome. so you have a, have a big part of a hangover, Paul, Yeah, is dehydration. And just, you know, so it helps with that. Right. So welcome to Cheap Show, the economy no, comedy podcast. it's not the... Uh... Where we go through the bargain bins, the charity shops, and jumble sales of Great Britain and bring... Our findings to We you. have not once been to a jumble sale on this program. Welcome to Cheap Show. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, right? It's a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to fucking accept. Noodle time. How's the pick going? And Isaac Shite. Hello. Eli Silver. Welcome to the show. And I'll go and I nuzzle. Is that it? We've got a definite problem with these new mic stands. What? What do you mean? Because every time we speak a bit loudly, you get that. Good night! You can hear that twang. I've got, we've got to fix it. I told you. Let's just make it part of the... No, that's really not a good idea. The twanger man. 
No. Could the Twanger Man We're cometh? not having a character that involves <laughs> that because it's really fucking annoying. The Twangy Man, he comes. I'm just going to have to insulate it next time. Maybe put like an elastic band over it or something like that just to keep, you know, keep it from vibrating. That might, do you think that might work? Yeah, I think that might work. I don't think... Uh, Anyway, welcome to Cheap Show. How you doing? How you doing, Eli? I, well, I've been, you've been here for several hours. You know what? Yeah, I'm like. but for the listener, it's next week, isn't it? Or this I, week? You know, uh, it's just in it. It just goes on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's a Cheap Show. We got some fun stuff. It's all it's all fun and games today, isn't it? We got it's basically an Eli special. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, there's been a fucking. What? Little tail off on the noodle content. And yeah, we bring the is. noodle content right back up there. Yeah, we have the Like m- a chai filled yogurt poultice of destiny. You and your poultices. Whoops. What's that? <laughs> it's the poultice machine. Thwacking them up. <laughs> Thwacking them it's up. a metaphorical poultice machine. Thwacking it. Thwacking it. Oh, who here comes the Imagine this, right? I don't a want conveyor to. belt. I'm frightened. And underneath the conveyor belt's like it's like suspended in the air. Yeah. And it's all people with their bums out on it. All going along. Here comes, <laughs> Wait, here comes the poultice thwacker. It comes up. It's just a metaphor for how much it's the noodles not, are coming back. It's not a metaphor. <laughs> It's not. It's your sick, sex-deprived mind. Oh, sex-deprived? Yeah, that's how you get off. You imagine. Peri- imagine poultices. You imagine poultices being violently whacked against perineums. Yes. That's what you like. You're a gooch molester. <laughs> you're a gooch masher. I'm a gooch masher? You're the, you're the gooch punch. Now, what have we got coming up on the show, Paul? Ladies and gentlemen, today on the show, we have some funny games. We have uh, a trip to Silverman's Platter. Why are you lying back? I'm just relaxing. What? It's my room, man. Yeah, but you can't hear you if you do that. I didn't talk. I'm talking here. Now I'm lying back. Right, See? so we're going to do Silverman's Platter. I'm back platter. now. We've... I'm lying back here, Paul. Comfy. And we've got a few records. You still hear me? From. Yeah, I hate you. I mean, I literally, episode by episode, <laughs> get get to the point where I could just easily snuff you out. You're stuck with me. What? Very much like what a nappy... Is stuck to a baby's dirty bottom. Or an adult or, man who oh, pretends to be a baby. Tell me about this adult man. What's his name? Where does he live? He's called Eric. He lives. Eric, uh, Eric the man baby. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he lives uh, in uh, Reading. Right. And, and so what does he like? He likes dressing up as a baby. And what does he sound like? Hello, I'm Eric. I dress up like a baby. I've got nothing else to say. And uh, I don't want you prying into my life. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> Okay, I'm Eric the Man, baby. Goodbye. Wow. Forever. I thought we had a new character on the way. Well, we fucking didn't, Paul. I wanted to talk about a poultice. Why? I meant a nappy can, like, I'm stuck to you the way a nappy filled with a yogurt and chive poultice is stuck to you metaphorically. Well, we went along. I didn't think it out. No, you didn't. I haven't thought anything out. You don't never do. (laughs) You just open your mouth and madness falls out. That's all it is with you. We've got platters, though. Yeah, we've got platters. What else we got? And we've also got a trip to the Country Urban Noodle Test Lab. Also known as Cut. <laughs> you <laughs> love well, that, don't you? No, I don't. It's very immature. We didn't know that when we put it together. That was what it was going to spell when you uh, made it into an acronym. The City Urban Noodle Test Kitchen. Test Kitchen. Thank you. Yeah. So we're going there because you've got a lot of noodles. Got to some impress. good ones. Yeah. Good ones today, Paul. Exciting. Yeah. Exciting. We've got an exciting one. I don't want to give the game away. Yeah. But it's... 
it's a reverse. Instead of like a British noodle company trying to ape an Oriental yeah. or Far Eastern dish, yeah. this is the other way around, mate. An Oriental dish. It's them trying to, to ape British. European food. Well, we are. I'm fascinated by this. And it's I a look- cosmolange. What? <laughs> it's a cross melange. What does that mean? I don't know. It's nice to say melange, though. Isn't it? Melange. Do you like that? Oh, tengo el cuerno. Poultice melange. Well, we've lost our shit today. I think we can all agree. <laughs> we haven't. We, we have. You're being very sober. Am I? You're acting very sober. I think I'm feeling rather mature today. Okay. I shan't. I shan't be acting immature. Okay. No, don't. He's sticking his tongue out. I'm like, not. Oh, I'm don't not. Do I'm it. being an don't adult. Don't do it. I'm I'm an adult. I'm 40 now. I've got to act like an adult. So you know, I've got to do that. He's he's putting the swear fingers at me. I'm he, doing it, all the funny faces. I'm not doing those funny faces. Okay. I'm a mature adult of 40 years old, and I will not be doing those voices. That's not even my voice. No, no, it's not. What else have you got? Anything? That's it. No, that's it. That's all we're doing. Huh? What? You're not impressed? Just, I don't <laughs> You're not like... impressed? <laughs> no, I feel like there should have been something else we should talk about. Go on. Sources. <sighs> Clappy monkey. I've got some tiger balm over there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, great. This is a, a very interesting... It's dark. It's like it's all... A, cu- it's it's what I'm getting sleepy. It's all warm it's and wound-like a, yeah, in plan. the house of pickles. And we're lulling you into a false sense of security. And then when you're at your most vulnerable, I'll strike. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How? Oh, there's something flapping outside. I heard it was a female relative of yours vagina on the wing. <laughs> you thought what was that all it was? What was that? It was some female relative of I yours. I hope anyone listening to this episode for the first time Dracula really Fanny. thinks this is... Ba- ba- Dracula Fanny! Yeah. Eli, think about what you're saying. I can't. I can't. This is meant to be a podcast about enjoying... The best Cheap of stuff. Life of, yeah. Sorry, of, back on message. Yeah. yeah. Not shouting at me <laughs> that you can see Dracula's fanny through your window. But I can! Right, this is it. We're moving on. All right, move on. Thank you. Yes. Hey, welcome to Cheap Show's musical excursion to what we like to call on the show. It's Silverman's Platters, everyone. Hey, hey how yeah. you doing? Yeah. Hey, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, what what we got today in in our in our platter splatter? Uh, on today's platter splatter, we've yeah. got a real mixed bag. Paul. We really do. Yeah, we've got some French techno. Nice. It's not techno. It's more like electronica. Disco. I don't know. Yeah. It's more electronica. Yeah. Mm. And we've also got like a fucking. Really deep, deep 80s cut novelty record. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're uh, digging deep. And back. we have yeah. p- perhaps the most obscure tune we've ever heard on the show before. This might- it's a one-off DIY record that I've uncovered, and I think you all agree it really is obscure and pointless. Well, I'm looking forward to this. Eli Silverman's Platter's Splatter Atter. I'm the splatter. <laughs> we could have done that. Really cool and chill. I didn't want to be chill. And then you uh, went, I got a platter, splatter. Oh, he grumbles. Oh, he grumbles. Oh. So, right. Right. Should we go look at Eli Silverman's platters? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. Come what? on, buddy. I love vinyl, Paul. No, do you? <laughs> and over the years doing this podcast, we've yeah. built up 
I built up a little collection. A little weird niche collection of oddities. Of terrible 45s. Yes. It's something we'd call them. Uh, started off when you used to have a live show. Yeah. Uh, Geek Night Out. Was it Geek Night Out or just the Geekatorium? Geekatorium. I don't think I knew you during Geek Night Out stuff. Geekatorium, where I would appear and do a little bit of DJing in between the acts. At the beginning of the show and in the interval, yeah, you'd play some uh, records. And I had a character called Michael Anius. Mike A. Lanius, yeah. Mike Alanius, uh, the DJ who was, it was supposed to be a play on words, miscellaneous. Yes, it was very clever. Mike Alanius. And um, it was not clever. He, <laughs> he was crap. He played shitty 45s. Yeah. Nasty novelty advert based jingles and everything. Yeah. And that's, it started me on a, an unstable road to collecting yeah. this stuff. Whenever I see it, I'm going to put it all in. I've decided what I'm going to do is put it all in one big box. Yeah. And then we could perhaps have sort of shit record lucky dip. Oh, that's a good idea, isn't it? Do you know it? what I mean? Yeah. You could just go in and go, oh, this is shit. Look at this shit one. Yeah. When we really run out of ideas. Oh. But Dracula's funny. <laughs> I like that one. That was good. That was a good Come piece on. of prog. No, no. What? That before? Yeah, what I said no, was no, good. No, it wasn't. What you know I why? do is good. Because it was like the tired ramblings of two unfunny men oh. reaching desperately for I anything but in the comedy dark. We need something to... What? Respark... Like a Vindaloo flavoured condom. We've got the condom. awards coming up soon. We've got another car boot challenge. We've got a fashion episode. We're going to have Ash back soon. We've got Biffo on the way. Okay. It's exciting. So what are we going to start ex- with I'm going to doing videos as well. It's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. It is. So, stop complaining. Okay. All right? All right. So, yeah. what are we doing? It's Silverman's Platters. It's Silverman's Platter. So... Your collection of oddities is But what is are we going to start with? What, which one? Paul, just nod. Okay. Well, right. we're going to start with... We've covered a lot of this man's records. By accident. Uh, it's another Steve Wright project hmm. from the 80s. This one is called... Just in case you haven't heard any previous episodes, Steve Wright, a British uh, uh, radio presenter for BBC. Um, extremely uh, popular Extremely in the popular. 80s. Afternoon show. He kind of had a crew of characters and other p- people who hung out in the radio studio. It was all banter-based and Let's Shall cheesy. we say it? Zany. Yeah, I mean, it's zany. It's zany. What it's do you def- think, Mr. Angry? Oh, Mr. Angry! Yeah, exactly. I can't yeah. believe it! Yeah. What about you, Mr. Off-camera and you can't hear me mumbler? <laughs> oh, what about you, Lady Secretary? I don't know! I don't know! I'm just a girl! I did so I said. Oh! Ooh. That kind of stuff. Yeah. And then he'd go, oh, now's aha and take on me. Yeah. So, presenter, but... Do you think he nicked the style from someone in the States, though? I think, think he actually he sort of got influences. Because I there is a big America, American influence at some point, isn't there, in British presenting? Probably through Howard Stern. Yeah, Stern was going back then, wasn't he? But Yeah, but I also think there's a lot of those morning jocks that I was like, oh, you're listening to BJ and the Ram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that kind of stuff. And that... Probably sunk in because they probably had, you know, want the presenter and the brother person and the news person all chipping in yeah. and going, oh, you're crazy. I just wonder how organic and how original Wrighty was, you know, or whether very. he took it from, took elements from things. Because the thing is, all his songs that he's released are novelties and he hides behind a character in them. Yes. Mr. Angry, we I think we've played on Unclickables, but not on Cheap Show. There's a whole Mr. Angry rap. Yeah. Which I think musically is probably his best offering. 
There's like it? a sort of dub side, which has a, it's, really? it's not too bad. All right. We'll have to maybe the get production. that back on the show. We should let people hear We that. had the Arnie and the Terminators one, whatever that was called. I'll be back. I'll be back. And it was just a terrible Arnie impression. When Back when Arnie impressions were people just doing a German accent. Yeah. And didn't have any of the... No. Providing you rode on stage on a bike and wore a leather jacket you and were shades. Arnie. Yeah, yeah. It was Arnie. Yeah, yeah. You know. So there was that. And then he did the... What do you want me to cover? The Chaz and Dave knockoff, I'm all right. And also, I'm all right, yeah. And also the uh, weird '80s. I don't know. There were other R&B songs on that. That thing? was a 12 inch, yeah. Some kind of weird. It was a copy of uh, Therapy, Imagination, song. or whatever, wasn't Something it? Something like that. Yeah. Awful. Anyway, very, very poor. We found another. But I think we've actually hit the mother load of naffness. Here. Yeah, we oh, really terrible, have. terrible, terrible cash in. This Look. is Steve Wright introduces. Oh. But I have a theory. The the led. Right, let's go back. Sorry. I'm... Should we just play the song first? I haven't even said what it is. Well, do it. Steve Wright introduces the legendary pub singer. I sync them my way. Here's what it sounds like. And now, live and exclusively for you ladies. Yes, it's one of those kind of songs. Ooh. A piss poor stars on 45 thing with the gimmick is that he's the pub singer. He can't sing. It's like famously the Paul Shane clip from, was it Pebble Mill at One or whatever it was? Because he was releasing an album. I love that. I can watch that over and over again, man. And he sang, You've Lost That Loving Feeling. And it's beautiful because he's there selling his album, but he's got like four backup singers helping him do the notes he can't do. So when he gets his solo, beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So it's, he, um, it's, it's a particular British affectation, pissed, which is the club singer and frightened style. and old. <laughs> That's what he looked like. But it's a club singer style, but it's a very British affectation, isn't it? That whole hey, who? Yeah, the, that. But that is parodied by Vic and Bob. It with, is with their club which versions. they do with in Shooting Stars. Yeah. But also, it's like the American would have the lounge singer, which is just yes. smoother. I got you, yeah, yeah. Babe. which is sort of a Frank Sinatra hey, sort of trope. Yeah. yeah. Whereas we've got the hey, who, who. It's like the singing the notes, not the words. Yeah. So. That's what that is. Now, at the same time, wasn't there another one as well? Um, Pump Up the Bitter. Put the needle on the record. It was like a Geordie thing. Pump Up the Bitter. I'll I'll play I think I've got that somewhere, so I'm going to play a bit of it now. This is a journey into space. The names have been changed to protect the committee. So not the wild one. Bring the drums in. Let's have a party. Pump Up the Bitter. Shh, testing. Pump Up the Bitter. 
Have the star turned scratchers arrived yet? Hey, what's the record player, Bonnie Luck? Pump up the bitter. Pump up the bitter. How I turn, give us some of your housey housey music, man. Start to. So yeah, for some reason, pub club singer spoof was a thing in Britain for a while. And it is, it says, I sync them my way, it says in brackets medley-ish, because it is uh, essentially a medley of some of the 80s. biggest hits of the time. You can start with Amadeus, Falco. Yeah. Tra- uh, Wake Me Up Before You Go, Go Wham. Yeah. Um, what else was on there? Uh, it goes into uh, Like a Virgin, Madonna. Like a Virgin, Madonna. Uh, wake the, me up before you go go you said, said that, that. Uh, are there any others some, uh, there's one or two more but They're anyway huge, huge oh yeah there was um, two, two, tribes two Tribes by Frankie Goes to Hollywood which was their follow up single to Relax yeah which was one of the most format of any one single for because it was the height released on everything cassette CD yeah there was sort of vinyl. three or four versions on 12 inch oh. they just kept the greed just kept they just kept trying to put different versions out that people would buy and again wasn't that a success because the BBC banned it because Simon Bates was like I'm not playing this shit what for two tribes no uh, relax no, for relax yeah. But that had the yeah, obvious But it was effect. also, it was it was one of those things that Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood came out, but it was bigger than just a hit record. It was like this kind of fad. It led to all those Frankie Says Relax, Relax. t-shirts. But it was also kind of like mainstream acceptance of homosexuality, homosexuality which Pet Shop Boys had done a bit of, I think, yeah. at the time. And but it was quite... It was quite full on. The yeah. lyrics. It has, it has the electronic noise of someone ejaculating. One of our favourite yeah. sound effects. Yeah. We've said about this before on yeah. Cheap Show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like in the video, you know, men being gushed on. And he goes, like that. Yeah. So, so it's yeah. not subtle. No. But so. Going back to this. But it was a re- Yes. So they were big is all I'm saying. And then that was, that was a huge record as well. Two Tribes, yeah. wasn't it? As well. Um, so they were... It was, He's parodying, so he's doing a satire, and I'm I'm sure it's him, it's Steve Wright singing, but it's almost like he is a frustrated singer himself, and he has to hide behind this sort of pretense to um, to satire. Yeah, yeah, of novelty. Spoof or something. But he actually gets a chance just to go into the studio and sort of be a singer. And go on top of the pops and perform. Yeah. Because, like, you know... There was so much of that. Like, DJs... He's the ultimate example of a DJ sort of... Like, Bruno wanting... Brooks is presenting, and he goes, oh, I've got to fucking introduce Steve Wright on stage. Yeah, he's yeah. been fucking loving it. He's going to rub this in my face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my good friend Steve Wright's yeah, here now yeah, with yeah. a little character you might remember from his yeah. breakfast show. It's the pub singer. Then it cuts to this. Now, there is a photo of the pub singer on the cover of this. Yeah. Uh, looks, like, looks like a beer mat, doesn't it, the cover? It's a beer mat design and yeah. they've got like a very similar to the cheap show logo paul it has coffee stains, coffee stains yeah. glass stains on there uh but that's not st- that's not righty no who's but i think righty is singing so i think so on the a side you've got i sing them my way which is just a medley of the, the big 80s, 80s hits and b. On b side rock on the rocks which is a medley of rock and roll hits which is 
intolerably oh, awful. So Do you know what I mean? Bad. What's the joke? The joke is he's a terrible singer. But that's, yeah. Well, that's the problem with it. When you first hear the first 30 seconds, you go, ha, 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 yeah. Then you go, oh, there's oh, three yeah. more minutes of this. And like, that's the worst kind of novelty record to like that, aren't they? Yeah. Always. You have it, who, and he phone, it would phone, Yeah. If you'd It's like, now, please. Like, Goodness gracious, great bone of fat. Right, that, move on to the next joke. Kiss me, baby. <laughs> yeah. There's oh. no jokes. No. There's not enough jokes on it. It's not a joke song it's a novelty yeah it's a terrible novelty anyway what do you rate it out of five i'm gonna say one i'll say one as well it's horrible and it's i'm a glad medley. i found it it's a horrible medley <laughs> yeah it's horrible but i'm glad i found it yeah you can add that to your collection mate. actually you know what there's a guy standing next to yeah that's the righty Wright. yeah but he's it's, the, it's the same him. guy as the pub singer yeah but that's what i'm saying he's Does, just a we front. think the pub singer is just a cypher just a front yeah just a no, no one like Millie Vanilli or yeah, something. It's like you know, deep throat. It's like okay. So one each for the pub singer. Let's I really, it. genuinely hope I never come across this again. Well, all right, good. Next track is a really interesting one that I think might be the most obscure thing we've we've ever done, and I might think be the obscure song anyone will ever do. I think this is the most obscure record I've ever seen in my life. So this is a, a record by Keith Armstrong. Who is that? No, this exactly. This is part of the mystery. Uh, a side and Amazing Grace. Yeah. B side Space Boogie. So far, you think this is interesting. It could be good. Who's yeah. this artist? It could be good, and it's on a, it's a picture sleeve. Yeah. Uh, black and white uh, on the front. Can you describe what that picture is on the front cover? I mean, it's a self-made record sleeve, as you say, and it's apparently an old lady and an old man, and the old man's eating pizza badly. It's not pizza. I don't know what, what is he's it? eating. It's like he's got a TV dinner. They've both got TV dinner um, trays. That's anyway, that's it. They're both in, they're both in their Sunday best. It looks like there's some grim stuff in there. And he looks horrified to be eating whatever he's eating. But also, like almost like he's maniacally hysterical as well. Like, ah, I'm eating pizza! <laughs> it's know. not pizza. I don't know what it is. It's like a big cheesy cauliflower. Oh. What is he eating? Pizza. This looks like a little cloud. Maybe, he's he's a cloud. E- maybe that's why he's horrified. Maybe he's a giant and he's eating a cloud. And she's like, yeah. yeah. She's looking like, yeah. She's like, yeah. Anyway, it's a weird record. So, and what's this picture on the back? It's not. It's some kind of Saul Bassian abstract piece of no, art. This. Oh, what is that? Is that a photo? Saul Bassian, did you say? Saul Bassian, yeah. You know who Saul Bassian? He was the guy who famously did the title sequence for Psycho. And uh, he has that. They, he like designed movie posters and things like that, but I also did title that, sequences yes. for certain. And it's sort of a cutout. And he did he did Vertigo as well. Oh, I couldn't I couldn't tell you. I'm not all that versed. But anyway, that looks like a picture of his face, but it's like it's obscured by a scarf and a hat. But here's the thing. So, so far you think, oh, okay. It's a record. But when you open it up, as you did, you, you found other pieces of evidence with it. There's bits of paper. There's a, two items inside. You shouldn't have turned the big light out, you know, at the beginning of the show. Whatever. Can you read? In that light? I can read. Right now, you look absolutely fucking haunting with that light on you. (laughs) You're like the demon storyteller. So, this is a record. Um, There is a fact sheet that comes with it, like a release fact sheet, but it's uh, typed up just... just on a typewriter. It's not a manufactured item, no. you see what I mean? It's, it's just all a, homemade stuff, it looks like, you know. Uh, and it says, Fact Sheet, An Amazing Grace, Stroke, Space Boogie. Yeah. Label, Old New Wave Records. So he's built that himself. He must have. Old, new, as in 
I knew her. Yeah. Wave records. Yeah. Funny. Ha ha. Uh, label address, Victory Cafe, 54 Eversholt Street, London, NW1. Now, does yours say what it says on here? Where on the back it has that address, and then it says, where good egg and chips is to be had. No. That's what it says on here. I don't know if that place still exists, the Victory Cafe in Evershot Street, London. Yeah, when NW1 would be... It's much more central. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Evershot Street. We'll look it up. Anyway. We'll look it up next time. There's a little bit of a mystery about this this platter. Yeah. Artist Keith Armstrong, release date 18th of the 8th, 1978. Oh. Please do not review before that date, he says. Well, good, because no one did, apparently. <laughs> no one has ever... I mean, what? Type, <laughs> type of record, seven inch. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Dist, as in distribution, it says one stops. What do you think that means? One stops. Distribution, one stops. Was there a record company or record chain called One Stops or Perhaps. something like that? It doesn't seem... You know, like R-Price or that kind of thing? Contact phone number 01. I just find that interesting because it... 01, 811, The London, London code, code used to be 01 and then they yeah. had to change it to 0171. Oh, yeah. And 0181 to differentiate between inner and outer London. Yeah. Now you've got 0208 and 0207. And you have... Fact. O- fact time. Fact. You have that. 0203 as well. Oh, Eli, let me just bend over while you fact me. Oh, oh. 0203. It's oh. the new London number. Oh, I've been fact. 0203. <laughs> oh, fact me 0203. Again. <laughs> Oh, two, oh, three! Oh, two, oh, three! Oh, two, oh, three! Oh, two, oh, three! Okay. Yeah. So, uh, we, yeah. And then age of artist it has, which is good as well. Yeah. He's 28. Oh, bless him. He was 28 at the time. So, if he still he'd walks be... the earth, he'd be how, how, how many years ago is 1978? 78, 88, 2008, 18. So, 40 years. So, it'd be 68. Crikey. Well, that's actually crazy. An Amazing Grace was recorded on a Philips cheap cassette. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> at Pathway Studios. Wow. The engineer who did the mixing as well, Bazza. Fair enough. Space Can't go Boogie. Wrong with Bazza. <laughs> Get Bazza in. Yeah. Uh, Space Boogie was. You know, Bazza was a massive stoner, right? Bazza must have been. And had a little recording studio in a shed. Yeah. It was like piss holes in the snow eyes and a yeah. smoke hanging out his <laughs> mouth. Just imagine Bazza. Okay? I'll mix it for you. Uh, Space Boogie was recorded at Pathway Studios as well. Okay. But the engineer was not Bazza. Oh, that's where it you went wrong. It was Mike Finsilver. That's why it sounds like shit. Oh, no. Come on. What? The mixing engineer. Yeah. Guess. Go on. Bazza. Oh, good old Bazza. <laughs> so he did the engineering and the mixing on Excellent. the first tune, but he got this guy, Mike Finsilver. Because the uh, that the B-side, Space Boogie, does have more sort of effects on it. And also, but it sounds like cheaper and rougher. It doesn't sound as, as quote unquote, as produced as the side A. Don't you think? No, I think it sounds poorer. Uh, okay. I, I've sort of maybe it's heard the actual, it as a... Maybe it's the actual pressing that's bad. Maybe. But I think the I don't think A-side so. sounds better. Uh, instrument played an amazing grace harmonica wow wow tremolo echo and reverb right space boogie harmonica yeah EMS sin sinfi high fly wow wow so everyone's probably th- is that all no that's oh go on cut at the master room by Porky oh, good oh, oh, oh Porky Baz is here hey I'm Porky <laughs> Porky's over here. Porky, do you have my heroin? Of course I've got your heroin. Good, Come I'm Bazza. Come and get it, Bazza. Can you wipe it, wipe it on me? <laughs> oh, I absorb it that way. Yeah. Don't do this at home. Don't. What, this podcast? Yes, don't. <laughs> don't do this. Don't ever right. make a podcast. Don't do it. Yeah. Cut the master room by Porky. 
If you want further info, please ring. And it gives a phone number. Yeah. Thank you for playing this record. Now, Exclamation mark. End. Now, here's the thing. At this point, it's only fair we play the record. Play a bit. So here's, here's what A sounds like. Amazing Grace. that going to get on the radio it's not it's a very experimental piece of artwork but it's just one one instrument yeah now they're on and, and let's just let's just go and tell them what the second sounds sounds like okay go and have a so, bit of space boogie i prefer space boogie i have to say space boogie in all its glory same wow no but he gets quite more reverby there yeah but i don't know now there's three documents that f- fell out of the sleeve of this record that was the first one which is the fact sheet yeah and there's another two shall we oh yeah let's go through them here's so, a yellow one They're again we're colors. piecing this together we need to find out if that place still exists or if the cafe's still there maybe that's our next adventure this guy was a proper Old school squatting hippies. This is the picture this is I, get. I get. I get that. And it's just a lovely little... And he spent his dole money trying to get this made. There's a, it's a lovely little uh, window on when that kind of shit was going on in London. And and people in just go, I'm going to press a record. It's like the end of punk and all of this, you know, they're all like squatting and like, you know, they, they were able to be on the dole, not have jobs... Scratch a living. It's bank. a different world, you know what I mean? None of this could be possible at all these it's days. It's different though. Now it's just like you just load up to the internet and you go, look yeah. where it is, and you yeah. So this do whole, it that way. This whole way of sort of do it yourself was the punk ethos. This is much more scrapbooky, isn't it? It's yes. much more kind of. It's got a, more of a feel. Um, but he he must be have been a punk or influenced by punk. Do you know what I mean? To do yeah. all of this, it's a, it's just do it yourself. Do it yourself. Yeah. It's that was the whole ethos. Um, but this is a we. It survived. So what's that then? A little yellow piece of this paper? This is your yellow slip, 
also printed on the same typewriter, yeah. obviously. But he had some weird typewriter thing. It says 5% of all profits yeah. from this record will go to CLAP. Okay. Community Levy for Alternative Projects. Right. So this is, yeah. It's going to a place where hippies can make plays about beetroot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Old New Wave News. Right. Okay, so this is like a little news insert. So it may be like this is like the it. first and probably the last record on Old New Wave Records. Weird. It probably is, isn't it? So I've, what was the point of it then? An Amazing Grace forward slash Space Boogie by Keith Armstrong. The cover photo was taken by Newsline. The artwork was by Redesign and Old New Wave Productions. Brackets, who? Question mark? Yeah, means they don't know. We hope to turn this into a musical co-op. If you like what? this record and want to see or hear more, do write with a large stamped addressed envelope or IRC to Old New Wave Records, care of the Victory Cafe, 54 Oval Shop. So they were operating at the back of a cafe were. at this point. They are like, give us a bacon sandwich, where's Bazza? He's round the back mixing fucking harmonica music. <laughs> <laughs> there will be some exciting events happening. Uh, can I have uh, fish and chips and an egg butty, please? And You wouldn't get fish and uh, uh, chips. You and... We don't do fish and chips. I'm just fucking whatever. No, we don't do them. Bazza told me to tell you. Stop ordering <laughs> well, fish yeah, and chips. I got chips. me last time. We don't do them. We're a calf. We do oh, bacon sandies. I got, I got fish fingers. You Oh, you have the fingers of a fish. No, you say you gave me fish fingers. Fish fingers and chips. Oh, I'll, I'll do you fish fingers. That's what I fucking asked for. You said fish and chips. We don't do fish and chips. Uh, look, the, my point Wrong is, kind of calf. My point you is, you want to go to the fish, the chippy over there. This is a calf. I know, but I want fish fingers. I'll do your fish fingers. Right, where's your harmonica player? <laughs> He's out back. Oh, fucking hell. Bazza. Right, good. And Porky. <laughs> Porky's there. <laughs> They're all there. They're all there. Right. Making records that no one's going to listen to. Now, in the margin on this yellow slip, it says, this is a mailing address only, but you good egg on toast there. Misspelt there. Yeah. As We're really it, selling it. the egg on toast, I've noticed. And if, what does it, is he say egg on toast on the record, or does he yeah. say bacon? No, it just says egg. He's probably veggie. Probably a veggie. Bloody hippie. He just says egg on toast. Yeah. Uh, some details about this record. It's shit, it's long, and you'll never listen to it again. <laughs> An Amazing Grace recorded on cheap cassette. Space Boogied, Boogie. Yeah. Recorded at Pathway by Mike Minsilver, both mixed by Keith Armstrong and Bazza. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Cut by George Peckham. Is Mr. Peckham to you. All right. Uh, at the mastering something. And thanks for Kim for the coffee. Oh, good old Kim. Fucking hell. Even the sexism. Even these people who were like, I'll put a recommendation of your fucking coffee in my record. A, yeah. Give us, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you for putting me on the record. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so condescending. Evening. She made it. And thanks to Kim. Great ass made the coffee. Boing. Do you know what I mean? Da, 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 it's weird da, da, how it's da, da, a totally different world we live yeah. in these days. And in many ways, a better, a better. one. Or is right. it? Or is it? Or is it? <laughs> right. Well, there we so, go. So, Kim for the coffee. Christ. You've right. gone down in my estimation, Keith, I have to say, with right. that what one little on thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's changed the whole complexion. Maybe Kim works at the calf. Maybe. Maybe. She does the good old egg on there toast you go. as well. Maybe that's that mystery song. Thank you to everyone who has helped get this record together. <sighs> Capitals. It's important that there is mutual communication between musicians and people who like music. Good. So what else is left? There's a letter. Then we got the last document that was in this. Yeah. Is the covering letter. Go for it. Now, you have to be him now. Oh, all right. Yeah. Dear Melody Maker people. So this has been sent to Melody Maker then? Yeah. Or was originally sent? Enclosed a copy of my first record to pl replace the one which was lost 
in the post. Oh, how fucking lame's that? Sorry about that. I, you know, I put my tea down and I was like, oh, where's my egg and toast? Oh. And then fucking it got lost in the post. I think they're trying to ban my shit from getting out there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. It's too vital. It's too strong. It's too reverby uh, harmonica. The man probably took it. Listen, mate, come down the cave, have some lovely eggs on toast yeah, with me. Man. Talk to me. Have over a over some eggs on toast. Kim will come out, she'll nosh you off, give her a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> right, good. Next next come on. I'll let this record speak for itself. If you've got the space, please give it a review. Thank you. Best wishes, Keith. And this is the actual signature of the man himself. What's his name again? Keith what? Keith Armstrong. I wonder if we can find Keith Armstrong in a later episode, or we can do some research. If he's still around, because you know what? Breaking Cheap Show news. Breaking Cheap Show news. Since we've recorded this episode, more information has been found about... Keith Armstrong. Sorry? Keith Armstrong. Keith Armstrong, yes. So, long story short is that I went down a bit of a rabbit hole because on that vinyl, there's that address for Victory Cafe, Eversholt Road, London, right? And we're wondering where it was. Yes, but also, can I just point out that on the actual copy that I have, that he's misprinted the address of Eversholt, <laughs> yeah. of a Victory Calf. It's written 34, and he's crossed it out, and in Biro, written 5 next to it. Which is professional. I don't think there were many printed of that, so he could probably afford the Biro ink. So, I did a bit of research, right? Because I wanted to know more. So I went to Discogs, found out about him. Through Discogs, I think I found um, a website, and that website had, like, his name on YouTube. So I did a YouTube link for Keith Armstrong and Amazing Grace. What came up was not that track, but the bio of the YouTube account for a guy called, and it's the same one here, it's called Rue Human, right? Are you human? Oh, oh no, are you human? That's it, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hang on. And there's info about him. So, this is what it says on his SoundCloud account, because I end up finding it on on YouTube, his YouTube videos. And under there, it had Twitter account, it had yes. MySpace, it had all that stuff. So, bio. My musical, musical influences are fairly eclectic, and I enjoy music from around the world and in a different time period. Now, I knew this was the same Keith Armstrong, because Amazing Grace ends up on this. As well. On, on SoundCloud, yeah? Right. I am a mainly self-taught musician and sound creator after being as asked to leave my high school school class music lessons which consisted of our percussive accompaniment of military band tune marching this is not me having difficulty reading it <laughs> this is the difficulty of his sentence structure okay. um, I have learned a lot from the musicians I have met and have been lucky enough to play with musicians from all over the world in many different styles uh, my music is mainly improvised at first at no first. shit at first yeah at, at first. first and then it Improvised in the middle, and then at the end, I improvised some more. <laughs> yeah. With one instrument. Yeah. A harmonica. Yeah, a harmonica. Um, most of my public performances have not been recorded at all. Those that were, were mainly recorded on audio cassettes. I consider that cassette recordings have both their advantages and different disadvantages, brackets which are many, full stop. Well, Fair enough. One of the disadvantages for us on hit, for him recording on cassette, Paul, is the fact that they degenerate. 
Oh, yeah, they do. So we wouldn't be able to enjoy Keith's music. It's very unlikely they would survive, especially what early seventies, like oh no, late eight. Pure, it yeah, must be pure. Just it's just a tone, just this fuzzy tone ends up, and there, right in the background, like under a million layers of concrete and eider down, there's a slight bit of the tune. Wah. Yeah, wah. Yeah. That anyway, it goes on. Um, the main advantages for musicians when they were available is that they were not intrusive. I don't know what that means. In the same way that with some cameras, such as the twin lens reflect, where the photographer does not have a direct eye contact with the subject, who can then relax in order to make a better image. Do you understand that? What did he? What? What's the start of that sentence? The main advantages for musicians when they were available is that they were not cassette intrusive. Recorders. Cassette recorders. He's talking about. Oh, he's talking about Little that. Cassette four tracks, like a Tascam, Tascam, or something like uh, that. The main advantage. Uh, yeah, oh. four-track cassette on compact cassette. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Right. Okay. My one claim to fame, and this is where it gets interesting. My one claim to f- musical fame is that John Peel, the legendary radio DJ, played both sides of my one and only vinyl single, "An Amazing Grace" slash "Space Boogie," on his BBC One radio show. I also had a cup of tea with him in his London flat. R.I.P. John Peel. Slightly more than 10 hours of free music here, so just let your ears and move your body to get there. All artwork created by Keith Armstrong. So he seems to be a guy who loves his music and makes it for his own real enjoyment. Yes, but also he does the artwork. So like I was saying, it's very much a sort of DIY aesthetic and approach. But when you go to his website, when you go to his YouTube page, which is on there called Your Camden. So if you want to go on YouTube, user forward slash your Camden Y-O-R-U-R is it it stuff about Camden no it's stuff about like London transport there's like tons of pictures of like coaches and people getting on coaches at Victoria Station and old 70s shots of London and things like that well he liked the the Victory Cafe which we've discovered is right next to Euston Station yeah I believe it's closed I went to have a look at it but it's still got the signs there there's still the sign there oh yeah I've taken a picture I'll put up on the website again what I'll do is I'll put a link to all his stuff on there and you can explore it. Did you did you listen to any of the other stuff? Yeah, bits and bobs. Um, is it all harmonica music? Is no. it all okay? Do you want to try? I'll play. I'm wind up to the speaker now. So let me just try and have a look at it. I'll, I'll pick a song at random. There's one called Sound Allies. Yeah. Which is raw and pure dub, but not overdub. Do you want to give that one a go? Yeah. Or there's one called Jimmy Scott. I want to get the dub, but not overdub one. All right. Okay. Here we are. I'm playing it now. This sounds like I'm at a dub reggae event, but I'm in the toilet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He sings a bunch of songs with uh, Frankie Armstrong. He does uh, Ellen Cobb and Keith Armstrong, We the People. Let's give that one a go. Right. There's the harmonica again. There's the harmonica. While some call us worse, some think we are saintly, some think we are cursed. He also does techno to blues. Techno, 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 techno. Do you know what this reminds me of? Cotton Eye Joe. 
but I'd been forgotten Now Joe, I've been married a long time ago Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe Right, so, I'll stop this the basic gist is he likes his music and he's been getting around. And the more I discovered... Can I just say, you said it wasn't all harmonica, but two uh, of those tracks had his harmonica on it. All right, well, maybe that's his thing. He's a harmonica player. Yeah, he can be that. Yeah. So, uh, let's skip to the end on this. So, I had a look around. He's got these interesting websites. He's got photographs and videos and slideshows on YouTube. But then I noticed everything, his Twitter account, everything stopped in 2016. And I thought, oh, no. Because I was kind of, at that point, going, shall I reach out to him? On this, and see if he wanted to be on Cheap Show and talk about yeah. how this single got made. Anyway, went to one of the YouTube videos. There's a mix on there which does an interview with a BBC guy with some music he's made over the top of it, but the mix is so bad you can't hear the voice because the music's so loud. Someone underneath that video put a comment saying, oh, who did this shit video? The music mix is too loud and I can't hear it. Someone then posts below, well, he wasn't very good at sound mixing. I knew him well, but he can't fix it now. He died in 2016. Uh, so, Keith Anderson... Died in 2016. What name, though, Paul? His yes. name is Keith Armstrong. Yes, Keith Armstrong. <laughs> I've had a problem Why with names. Do you struggle with that? I don't know. Weird. So that's beep, 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 beep. update, update on update. Keith Armstrong. But if anyone knows or knew him, reach out. I'd like to know more about him. He's and seen... let's start a, start a campaign to get the Victory Cafe open again and get egg and chips, good egg and chips there. That's the important thing. Good egg and chips. Just do a pop-up. Call it egg and chips. <laughs> you know? Yeah, fine. There you go. Beep, 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 We now return you to your regular cheap show programming. This kind of follows on to our next and final single in this section. It does? Yeah, because we went down a kind of rabbit hole there as well we didn't really expect. Uh, you can see photos of Amazing Grace and yeah. Space Boogie on, on our the website. website. And if you know anything about this record at all, I get mean, in touch. I would be very surprised. You never know. The cheap show at gmail.com. I mean, how many do you think you've got pressed up? Can't Probably only many. a handful. Like 50 odd, maybe? Yeah. Maybe max. It says not quite mono. The other thing is, like, he's constantly sort of making excuses for it. Well, it's very much like when you think about it, Neil from The Young Ones. Hey, everyone, sorry, song about Lent was going to yeah. be really heavy, but, you know, but let, this is, he's thanks really for letting me express myself. Person. You know, well, that, that was part of that scene at the time. It's like you couldn't have had a character like Neil no. in The Young Ones if that character wasn't still hanging around culturally, you know, at the time. It says glorious mono on one side and then says not quite mono on the other. No, oh, not quite. Yeah, whatever, man. So, out of five, I'm going to give it one for the actual music, five for the curiosity of it all. I don't think the music's as bad as you think. As y- It's just warbling for it's five warbling, minutes. Yeah. It's, it's nothing very to abstract. It. It's very minimal. I know I get that, but I, could, I couldn't listen to that again. Not great, no. So but I was thinking, what- like, you could use it as a bed if you were doing like a... A radio show, you could talk over it, and it sort of has a sort of, you know, like a For sort mood. of a sound effect yeah. sort of thing. All right, I'll give you that. Do you know what I mean? For a mood piece, I'll yeah. give you that. Except the mood it puts me in is fear. <laughs> so and it's just weird. It's weird, lonely harmonica, and this guy's like, yeah, it's not like he was trying to make it. It seems like he really sort of was trying to support the community, or you know. Well, yeah, but thing. that thing, charity, could have been a made-up thing for him and his mates, just put money in a jar so they can could put on been. some fucking play that. Clap. Yeah, that it sounds a Denise, bit dodgy, actually, come to think Denise of it. Denise the Merry has clap. put together. Oh, I've got the clap. Kim's giving me the clap. That's it. Call it. Community. Come on, help me. No, it's more fun to watch you struggle. <laughs> Community. LARP. Oh, yeah. Community. Community Levy. Levy. Yeah, That's like L. a little tax. 
for alternative projects. That's what we're doing here. Levy is a hippie way of saying tax. Yes. That's what it is. So anyway, interesting. So we go on to our third and final um, curio on the platter of the A third of the platter splatters. This one's my favourite of the bunch. I love this. It's an amusing record. I fucking love it. It's called... Winky. 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 It's called Winky. And the thing is, you think it can't be as good as the title. It's a picture sleeve. Now, I have to say... Wait, let me finish. I'm just saying, you look at the title Winky and you think, that's funny. The song can't be as good. Can't live up to the title. It kind of does. It fucking does, mate. It kind of does. Shall we have a little listen to Winky before we go into it? I am honoured... Absolutely honoured to introduce you to the track called Winky. Is that call and response? That's what makes it so amusing. Yeah. Winky, 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 winky. winky. <laughs> I winky. love it. It's I like they're it. asking each other. Do you like winky? I winky, 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 winky. Yeah, you'll be singing it in the schoolyard tomorrow. <laughs> winky, winky, winky. As you live dans ton tontement, as you live dans tes montepons, as you live dans tes alacus. Winky, 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 winky. It's the best <laughs> fucking thing ever, and I love it. Right. I know nothing about it. It's on the Callista label. Again, which we looked into and nothing much on and it. And also, it's a fucking weird record in that it doesn't... It's The artist is Winky as well. Yeah, everything's Winky. It has the vibe in terms of the title of a novelty record. Yeah. But it's more of a pop tune, isn't it? Really? I... I- thought while listening to it that it reminded me of like the theme tune to a kids tv show or a movie like it's got this kind of winkies a thing and it has quite a sort of well it's not a cheap looking piece of artwork on the cover is it no it's like a microchip design it's a sort of microchip design with two eyes one green one red but what i want to know paul is why is what one of those eyes not winking it's a very good it, point, but you know, is, we don't know what the word winky if means. If that's winky, this. I don't. Want, I want to see him winking. But here's you know what I'm me? thinking: maybe his name is Winky. The computer's called Winky. He'd still be winking. It would. It would reinforce his name in my mind. Maybe when when they designed it, they did it with a wink, and it didn't look as good as a cover. So they, he went. We'll have a. Yeah, we'll what two is eyes. this? this uh, with this wink, I do not want to. A winky. A winky. <laughs> 
What is this winky on my cover? A winky! 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 <laughs> it's great! <laughs> so, I don't know what it is, but it's like this high-energy disco... It has elements of electro. Electro, pop. Very much electro, but yeah. then also some sort of cheesy pop sort of chorus bits. So... And some quite good sort of that electro, digga doo doo yeah. you know, when it's got that sort of... Uh, I love the sound of it. Keyboard uh, figure yeah. thing. So I in. don't know if it was meant to be a kid's thing where Winky's a character or, you know... like Because the thing is, it's French. We don't speak French. If anyone listening is French and can tell us what the lyrics are about, I genuinely... Don't ruin my dreams. Yeah, but I want my dreams ruined. So email me, thecheapshow at gmail.com or get in touch on Twitter. You'll find us at thecheapshowpod. We would like to know, but here's where it got interesting. Because we were like, oh, who's the guy who wrote that? Who? What? what where did it come we from? We looked it up because we couldn't find it on YouTube. So we didn't... And there's no mention on uh, Wikipedia. So no. our first port of call for a quick internet search had just uh, come up pretty dry. Yeah, it was. We went to Discogs in the end. And Discogs had the artist and the people involved in making it. Claude... What was it? It says Claude something to something? Tognetti. Claude Tognetti. Okay, so... I clicked on him to see... There's another what... guy, but he's the guy we found well, something about, right? It was like, I went online to try and find what else he'd done by clicking on his name and see if any other tracks came up. No. Absolutely nothing. So I copy-pasted his name, copy-pasted Winky, typed it into Google. One thing came up. It was a it, YouTube video. It was a YouTube video. And we went to it, and we pressed play, and it was just this random song with... Oh, it sounds like this. Wow, Emma, suis là. Wow, je suis pas comme vous. Je ne suis fou. Wow, Ostrogo, je suis attendu. Dernier pape chrétien, Benoît XVI, dégage Tu ne sauras stopper monter de violence, tes nouilles, tes touilles, et ta citurne. Pipi, elles te servent qu'à cela, dégage, tu sens gaz, tu vas tout faire péter. And as you were watching it, you turned to me and he said, we're the first people to watch this. Yes. Which is a very strange feeling, like a Google whack. Yeah, it was. It? Like it's like the YouTube equivalent of a Google whack. Once we finished, and number of views, one. We were the first one. And it had been posted six years ago or something. It was like it? 2000. No, it was like 2012, I think it was posted. 2013. Yes, six years ago. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. God. Oh, God. Oh, time passing fast, getting old. <laughs> but um, so it was like, so it'd been, he put it up with maybe one other video, which is just a small little nothing video. And it was this weird rap. It was a kind of like a rap, mumbled rap. Yeah. Well, they've heard it now. So that's what it's like. And the video has a picture of a cat smoking a joint interspersed with other sort of weird like, religious in- no, imagery. It, and it was like a brick Pictures wall. of a wall. Yeah. Pictures of a wall. Now, I put that link up on Twitter. It's quite a rock, interesting looking wall. Like it rocks, right. one of those ones yeah. which is just rocks. Lots you know, of pl- plaster, plaster in between the it, rocks. Yeah. 
So I put it up on Twitter and said, does anyone know what's going on? And uh, I think it was Alicia got in touch. She doesn't know a lot of French, but it was some kind of toilet humour based rap. Okay. Well, I'm glad it wasn't uh, race hate. Well, we you don't know. know or in, something like that. Because in the, what, week and a half since we watched it, it's now had 37 views. Wow. So we have about, he up for this podcast. pay us. For this Will podcast. Will be Claude Tognetti's social uh, media manager? For this one, Claude, we've got you up to 37. Well, I... That it was the only thing. But this is the thing. I, I put a comment on that video because I wanted to like, reach out to Tell me. Him. You are the real Claude Montagnetti. I said, can you say, were you the guy who wrote Winky? Yeah. Right? And then I copy and pasted that into a translator and then made it into French. Yes. Copied that I in. was there for this. As of yet, we've had one like from an unknown source and no reply. But it has had 37 watches. Now, we get about eight or 9,000, 10,000 people listen to this podcast, right? Per episode. God bless you. God bless you. But if we can get people to suddenly start watching it, I hope it wakes up as like he's getting an email suddenly from YouTube saying, you've had 17,000 likes or yeah. you know what I mean? Two things. Yeah. He might be dead. True. And the other thing, he might be... Uh, a, a psychopath. Yes. Of some True. Sort. He might be in jail. But think of the movie rights we will get when we sell the story of how an innocent oh, podcast... Third thing, third thing oh, Paul. Yeah. Third little problem. Yeah. Little, little uh, prong in your spoke. Yeah. He might not be the same Claude Tognetti who did Winky. It's true, but when you consider they both they both did musical stuff online, I know. But his thing, that thing that we watched, was not as good as Winky. He no, was it? it wasn't halfway as you good. You couldn't as Winky. shake it a Winky at that. You couldn't Winky, 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 Winky. Right. The other thing I noticed looking at the cover, yeah, it says Winky trademark. So this is what I don't understand. It's bizarre. Because like, that's what find... makes you think it might be like a kid's thing. But it this could is, be a I toy. I couldn't or... find anything online that said Winky Perhaps it was just an aborted TV. sort of franchise. Do you know what I mean? They, they just... It's like, we're making this, this show. The single we've made, made a... it out, but that was it. We've made a pilot. 85. So we've had... We've got two real mysteries on today's platter. Keith Armstrong's uh, An Amazing Grace. Yeah. And then Claude... Tonietti's Winky. winky. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see more of his Winky. Yeah. I'd like to see where his Winky goes. I'd like to see where his Winky's been. I, I would love to know the origin of his Winky. And who his Winky thought it was. How deep it goes. I want to know yeah, all like these it. things yeah, about yeah. his big yeah. fat dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is... Uh, what should we give that? I'm going to give that five out of five. I like it. Four. I'll give it all four. Right. Uh, that's our recommendation of Silverman's Platters this week. Good morning. Uh, and thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we're just round the corner now from Eli's Country Urban noodle test lab kitchen and let's just see if he's in hello mr silverman oh come in i've been expecting you is it time for more noodles it's noodle time i think we're okay to go in ladies and gentlemen let's go in ah hello mr silverman hello there been very busy here in the kitchen oh whew. what have we got lined up in the noodle kitchen today mr well, silverman we've got a real treat for the noodle connoisseur today paul look at this this is one that we were given at the live show. We said we'd taste it. I think it's our duty to taste it. I think it's going to be shit. It's the Pokemon noodle. Oh, the Pokemon noodle. It's, it's very exciting. Style, and it says soy sauce flavor. Wow. Well, you know, these That's kids... Like saying salt flavor, isn't it? A bit, you know? Yeah, it so is. I'm but saying... Flavor of food, you know? All right, well, maybe it's... Fuck f- this noodle! <laughs> but you would if you could as well. I Put your dirt... fuck that. I'd fuck a classy noodle. Like what? Like a slimy one. What's a slimy noodle that you would slather all over your gaping arsehole? <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, 
cut. I'm not doing gapes, right? <laughs> all right, it's slather so it all I over your... We started it. You fucking moved the goalpost. We started with what noodle would I fuck? And then I'm slavering it over my gaping asshole. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. This is my city urban noodle test lab. Kitchen. Fuck off. Right, well, anyway. And that's so, we're going to do that. I don't, in all honesty, I don't hold out high hopes. Okay, but I'm saying, because it's a child's um, noodle, maybe it's just an entry-level noodle, just for the kids to get them interested in the cut noodle. It's a quite small noodle, isn't it? Which would suggest it's for a kid as well. Yeah, it's got Pokemon on, and kids love the Pokemon. It's a half-size noodle. Yeah, I like your... Uh, like my noodle. It's a half-size noodle. Is that yeah. what you're trying to say, Paul? You come in here, and you know what I mean? It's just, It's... Actually, something I'm into, and you're just like, he's got a little willy, like a prick. <laughs> yeah. Well, here we are in the noodle kitchen. Tea frog. Tea frog. <laughs> All right, tea frog. My tea frog. Can we show them my tea frog? Yeah, well? Well, I'll take a picture of the tea frog. What is tea frog? It's like a tea diffuser that has a frog on it, like a plastic frog, and it makes it float. It floats in your tea. Like on a lily pad. Yes. It's a frog on a lily pad. He's, he's smirking. What does he know? Do you know what he knows? He's <laughs> shat in your tea. <laughs> he He's knows. diffused his froggy badness all over your tea. Spawn. It's all spawn in my tea. Yeah. Right. It's chunky it's chunky spawn. Let's see. What, so what, <laughs> what Let's else see. have we got? Now, this is one that was supposed to have been brought to us at the live show by Mark Allen, yeah. who's our, our noodle contact. Yeah. Uh, and it's in a brand that we've done a lot of, covered... Once a dragon made us eat one of these. No. Yes, he did. You can deny it, but it happened, Paul. And I. It's not canon. Right. Um, and this is Samyang, chicken flavor, hot chicken flavor ramen, but this is the cheese one. And Interesting. It's, it's the cheese one. We did uh, try a cheese flavored um, ramen noodle on the show before, and I ate one just for myself the other day. And? It was pretty good, actually. Quite nice. Because it has a sort of. It adds, cheese adds to an umami like that dairy sort of mouthfeel, as it, you know what I mean? But doesn't overwhelm with cheesiness. No. Now, and I'm going to have a review. I'm going to read out a bit later in this segment, yeah. Paul. I'll read out Mark Allen's review of this after we've. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's fine. That. Get our opinion out first and then see what the connoisseur states. Cheese flavor one. I don't know if it says cheese on it anywhere, does it? Hotchy. Hot chicken flavor, just says. But it has got a picture of cheese on it in the top corner. There you go. But it's like, is it suggesting cream cheese? Is there's, it? There's a big spoofy lump next to the actual cheese. There's a Swiss cheese, like a cartoon Swiss cheese. Yeah. Then there's a sort of twirl of white, like soft serve ice creamy yeah. mold. Yeah. Carbo, it says on it as well. I don't know. It's carbs. Fatty. It's, it's halal as well. So they they sell it in the, I'd say in um, Arab countries as well. And Lionel Richie songs. Halal. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> right. uh, Always reaching up, but he can't because he's a small man. Now, I've got some noodles. Now, you pick right. this. Is the third one we're going to do today, Paul, which I'm going to... Oh, oh there's been a noodle topple of noodle. Look at that. Look at that little winking fella on that one. Well, we're not doing that one. Another time. We'll deal with the winking man another time. Now, say what you see here, Paul. This is our third one. Ah, now we saw this, didn't we? And we were like, huh? Yes. It is cool spaghetti. Yes, and this seems to be like a spaghetti bolognese copy of... A noodle. Of a, nood a noodle version of that, an instant ramen version. It's like making a pasta meal, but in the way you'd make a noodle meal. And the serving suggestion, this is like Italian-style spaghetti bolognese, isn't yeah. it? 
uh, or like, or more than that, Napolitana. Like, it just doesn't look like it's got meat in that sauce. But anyway, there's a basil leaf. There's little flecks of Parmigiano. Oh. And I'm wondering if this has got like an actual sort of uh, fake Parmesan pack along with the uh, the tomato sauce one. It'd certainly be interesting. Now, this it? is going to take the most work. So let's, should we start on this one? Let's start on the cool spaghetti. Now, let's, there's helpful photos on the back. What does it say? God, that writing's small. Mostly, but it's most of the ingredients, anyway. Oh, so that is tiny fucking writing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And we're old. You put one of the packs in with it whilst it's boiling. Yeah. Then you drain the water there. You can see the draining. Yeah. And then you put the red pack in at the end, which is obviously the tomato sauce. So no, so simple, really. Let's have a look at these uh, these sachets in here. Get it out. And let's see, because it is a normal sort of... Um, pad of noodles, but is it like it's not going to be spaghetti shaped? I don't think. No, no normal noodle shape. It's a, it's round. Put that there. Okay, so yes, we've got some um, dehydrated vegetables. They need to go in whilst it's boiling. Yeah. To rehydrate, you've got a green pack, which we imagine is the kind of bolognese type topping, and then a red one, which is oh. also the bolognese. It's a, two, it's a three packer. At, we don't often get three packers. Let's get that on the go, shall we? Yeah. A, a pre-boiled kettle here in the uh, in the test lab, and uh, the country noodle, country urban noodle test lab kitchen. Here, this will get the air around the noodle, which helps with the flavour buds. So, actually, do you think maybe the front of this is is a, is lying? Do you think it's not going to look like that in the end? <laughs> I don't think it'll look exactly like that. But they cover their backs, Paul, by being in Vietnamese. So there you go. Right, so you've boiled the kettle, have you, love? Boiled the kettle. Yeah. Now, these ones are both pot noodle style, so you're not going to need, you're just going to steep these other two. So, let's just get this one done, and then we can taste all three in a row. That's, that's, as I like our, it. As is our want. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Done, done, done. And I haven't eaten today, so I might actually, uh... I like a nice bit of ASMR when we do that. Okay, there's the water going into the... My noodle pan, which has a lip. A curved lip that allows me to pour the water off easily. Also a milk pan, I guess. Yes, but it works well for a noodle, especially if you have to drain them. Oh, oh I don't contend you know I mean? that. I don't have to have milk. No. So there. Right, so he's put it on. He needs to correctly have it on over the flame. There we go. Okay. So, no worries. So Let's get into these ones, see what's going on here, because these might have packs that you need to... So, we're going into the Pokemon one first. You must not microwave the Pokemon. Fair enough. This is soy sauce flavour. Bloody hell. Do you think with it being Pokemon and it's a Pikachu, it'll be electrifying? No, I don't think it will be. So, you can see from the uh, the instructions on the lid, you don't... It's got a pullback mark on the... Um, and then reveal. <laughs> no, pull back on the... Uh, on the reveal. Pull back my... And the reveal. Wank my... Shaft. <laughs> oh, shit. Right, okay. Oh, yeah, there is a pack. That's good. Oh, is it a toy? It's some kind of thing. It's a little pob. It's a little... Um, like a pog. Like a pog. It's like a paper pog in a packet. A paper pog in a packet? So, no, there is no flavour pack. You're not meant to put this in there, are you? What is that? It's a little gift or something. This is for children. This is a children's noodle. Yeah. Children deserve noodles too. And this one gives them a little... It looks like a sticker, it's maybe. A sticker. It's a sticker. Oh, it's Mewtwo or one of the Mews or something. I don't fucking know. You know that. You no. know that. It looks a bit You're like sad. Mew. You knew that. I don't... I might be wrong. 
What? Who are the Muse? Uh, I don't know. We do know. Huey Lewis and the Muse. <laughs> right. Take a There's picture a of that in a bit. Yeah, there's a little thing in there. So Lovely little sticker for kids and again, a noodle. It's not going to be a serious noodle. It's not going to be a serious noodle, I can tell. It's just going to be a, you know, round in the mill. And then this is the potentially cheesy chicken pot. pot. Almond flavour. Whoa, is this a pour out? What? Oh, I think what's going on? What's it saying? It's got little notches cut into the top that look like lips. What are you meant to do? Where does it say? Does it say anywhere? It doesn't, it doesn't see. Anywhere. Hey, it's a pour out. So, yeah, we're very impressed so far. So, the uh, the noodle, uh, what's it called, cup itself, on its uh, on its sheath on the top, there are three little triangles that you, you can, can pop out. out. And you can poke out and you can uh, drain it. But then what's the point if you've already opened the whole thing? Because it just makes it easier. Cause oh, if you only do like it halfway. Massive. That's what I'm going to only do it halfway. Mate, this is, this is technology. This is noodle technology, yeah. In action. So you've got packs in there. I was wrong. You've got the, that's there, the trademark very hot stuff. And there's the powder. Nice. And uh, I'm just going to get the cool spaghetti in there. Because we need that to start going. Spaghetti's gone in now to the boiling pan Give of water. minutes. And then, shall we pour these on as well? Yeah, I think we can. Do you need to restock the kettle with water? No. Good, we've got enough. Now, is there a fill line in here? It doesn't matter. There is, because they've thought of everything at Sam Yang. Of course. But this is a stir-fry-style noodle in a cup. Right. Which is what they, why they need the drainer. Because you're not having it for the soup. You're not having the soup. Which I've never seen. This kind of cut, pot noodle. It's like a pot noodle where you drain all the fucking nasty off. Highly recommended that as well. Or you just not having a pot noodle. Put it in the bin! <laughs> just shove it down the loo and piss on it. Slap it like a poultice, no, a pot noodle no. poultice. I say when the poultice comes. Pot noodle poultice right in your slammer. <laughs> don't listen. Don't listen to you. All right, I won't. You don't. What? Listen, it's noodle kitchen time. Just don't. Is there winky? No, don't say it. How dare you deny me winky? <laughs> I will deny you winky forever. Don't you dare. Right, it's wool now. Ella winky. 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 See, there we go. And now I feel better. I don't, yeah, maybe. Maybe. There is. You can see the fill line. Yeah, there it is. It's it's faint, but it's there. With this Pokemon thing, noodle is. That's it. God, it's a poor noodle, you can tell. But, difference is you keep the liquid in there, don't you? Yeah. You don't pour it off. Yeah, up to the fill line. Oh, see, this is the problem with these, is that it pops back up. The lid pops off. Oh, it pops off. Put something atop of it, like that lid. All right then, I will. Do it. It's working. I'll hold it. Look at the construction on the Sam Yang. I mean, it's just built for noodle. It's built for noodle. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we've got the cool spaghetti. That's going oh, fine. We to put those in, weren't we, with the cool spaghetti? Which one? We could still do it, I think. Green one. We're going to put the green one in at this stage. Do it then. It's fine. I don't know if they're right about that. We're only going by the instructions as we perceive them. <sighs> the green pack. Oh. oh. It's a saucy one. It's very red. Very saucy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's brown as well. It's got brown bits. I, I think you're right. I don't think you meant to add that to it. Well, you, it's what it says. So I'm just following it. And then you drain. Is that or is that not the green one? Yeah, well, when do you put the red one in then? At the end. Once you've drained it. This is just for the cooking. This is a cooking sachet. Oh, wow. 
I'm telling you now, it's not. Do you need to stir, stir it? Yeah, I need to stir it. Stir it then. I need to put these veg. They didn't have anything for the veg, did they? No. They don't know what they're doing on this noodle. They've they've leaped on an idea and not seen it through. They don't know. They don't understand. Right, he's getting a fork out, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh! Can you get in the half off that, mate? It's got a nice Very huff. Very garlicky. Very garlicky. Very garlicky huff. Now, I'm giving that a good stir. We need to give that maybe another minute, and then it's going to get drained. This just sort of gives it a sort of background flavour that you lose. You drain it all off. Fascinating. Now, so what do you think's in the green packet? Well, no, the red one. What is that? I think the red one is more, but more tomatoey. It's like a finisher. Oh, that is a garlicky smell. Yeah, garlicky, almost meaty smell though it's as well. Meaty smell. Well, they're giving it the meaty umami, aren't they? Meaty umami. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we drain the cool spaghetti noodle? I, I think we should. You think that's tender enough? That noodle. What would you say, Paul? How long is it meant to be in there for? Doesn't say. Does it say? It's made by Mycoem. It doesn't say how long. Oh. Open the flap. Move the flap. Does it say? Yes, but what should I do with the noodle packet? <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. Right, let's fucking drain it. Fuck it. Oh, he's going to go in all in. He's getting draining. Now, this is weird to me, because so, it's like I'm throwing away flavour juice. That's good flavour juice. I'm throwing that away, you know? Why am I throwing this flavour juice away, Paul? Why am I draining this flavour loveliness? But I am. <laughs> I just thought I'd let you go because it sounded like some kind of scene from a Pinter play. It was nice. Right, I'm going to, yeah, I'm not going to give it the full drain. Oh. I mean, that's what you're meant to do anyway with the fried one. So I turn the top off. The That. Hob. Turn the hob off. Yeah, turn the hob off. Oh, mate. It's got a real bolognese odour now. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it, it needs more draining. I yeah. Think it's... I think they know what they're doing. There's too much liquid left on that. There's lots of liquid left on that. Right, now we're adding now the, we add the add mystery the red. red pack. Finishing red pack. Oh, yeah, that's very much tomatoey. That's pure tomato. What a strange noodle this is. It's a bit of a Frankenstein, isn't it's it? It's a bit of a Frankenstein's monster. Right, now, I think we should uh, leave that for a second. I'll put a plate on it so it doesn't get too cold. Yeah, let it steam and... Well, it's ready, but, you know. Yeah. Right, so we've now let the other two noodles settle now for a few minutes. I need to... What? Drain this. Oh, the drain, drain the... Uh, thing, yeah. Oh, he's using the little popped... Triangles. This, uh, the triangle drainers that are built in. And look it's very clever. Like that, Paul. Just draining it right off. Like that, it's easy. I'm, I'm holding the, the flap closed. It just makes it easy for you. It's the little touches like that that show that they're on top form. Sam Yang are delicious noodles. And they seem to be taking the world by storm with their hot ramen flavour. And this is their cheese product. And I think we've had a big part in that explosion of popularity on Cheap Show. I think without it, people wouldn't know. Here comes the cheese. That's what he says to all the ladies. I want you to tell me what that smells like, Paul. Like cream cheese. Yeah? It smells like cream cheese to you. There's little oniony bits. So you add it, now it's drained. I don't know if you meant to do that, but... Maybe you should have added it to the water first. I may have should have. You fucked it. No, I don't think I have. Oh, look at that go. That's more liquid, so that that will dissolve all the powder. Oh, cheesy whiff coming off my noodle. There is a good old cheesy honk in the country the urban stuff. noodle this kitchen. Is like the blood. 
If you remember from the Sam Young noodles, very dark and powerful. Yeah. Um, Do not rub your eyes yeah. or, or your glands. And don't let dragons do anything. Dragons. Wait, or... dragons. It's all coming back to... Is it? I, just I can't... I remember it all! Remember the dragon now, yeah? I remember it all! I have to say, it was very convincingly played, the way that came back to you. Thank you. Shut up! Now we can fucking stop talking about the dragon. Fucking hell. I remembered the end. Plot twist. <laughs> right, Jesus. I'll never forget. Don't wave those scissors around when you're angry. There it is. Same black. Oh. The black nasty. And I'm going to mix that in, and that will dissolve the cheese powder. I don't know how the men work together. It's a very, again, bit of a Frankenstein. Mm. A bit of a Frankenstein for this one. That's the noise of a noodle. Coat it right up. <laughs> with uh, oh, it's, it looks devilish. Okay, so do you want to grab a fork and one for me? I've got please? a fork already. Hang on. All right, I've got. Hang on. Here we go. We're starting we on recording? the Pokemon. Yeah, starting on the Pokemon. Very this watery. Is very basic. It's, it reminds me of that um, chicken, that Jewish style chicken noodle one. Do you know what Even I mean? Very that basic. Had a little something to it. Mate, you're not getting any noodle. No. Well, you have a scoop first, and then I'll do it. Right, he's having a good old nosh. It's very low-grade noodle. Is it? Well, I'm just like, with the salt flavour, it's just like, no noodle flavour. But, having said that, I'm quite a peckish. It's quite nice still. Do you know what I mean? It's, because it's not exciting. Basic. It's a bit cardboardy. It's well. comfort foody, isn't it? If you don't want anything risky, yeah. it's fine. There's no risk. It's got a clear broth, which I'll just have a slurp of. Oh, mate. There's a fun thing. It's a Pokemon face in it! It's a Pokemon fish cake face! That is quite good, isn't it? Eat it. Yes. Just taste of anything? It's like fish cake. I don't think you should have this. Oh, shit. Does this explain why my tongue is tingling a little bit right now? I really hope you don't die. There's huh. no fish in either of the others, though. I don't know if there's fish in it or not. I Probably not. But that is what <laughs> fish cakes do. Are you feeling anything, honestly, Paul? No. 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 There's but I'm... I won't have another one just in case. Okay. We should have been more aware of that, shouldn't we? I blame Stacy, who didn't warn us it had fish in it. Right. If it does have fish. If it doesn't, then we're not, we don't hate you, Stacy. But if it does have fish in I hate you, Stacy. I hope you're all right. Okay. Right, out of five. It's a very basic noodle, but still tasty enough. I mean, that's two and a half. Little... Yeah. It's fun for kids, isn't it? It's a decent enough noodle. They can scoop around and eat Pikachu's face. Now, let's go for the cheese, Sam Young, hot chicken ramen flavour. Oh. It's got a cheesy and hot sort of huff to it. I'm getting a good mouthful here. He's got a big mouthful of that in, mm. but let's see what he thinks about the flavour. Mm. Oh, He's got his cum face on. That is, that's very nice. I'm going to have a go at this it's now. It's painfully I'm hot, like all of their products. All right. But it, the cheese sort of has a... Of really umami, ameliating sort of umami to it. Talk about comfort food. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's thick and it's cheesy. But it's not repulsive because the spicy tang. It's a balance between the cheese and the and the, the hot chilli flavour, isn't it? It's a wicked beast, though. You can see that being very hot after a few mouthfuls. Ooh. Yeah, but in a good... In a good way. That's a 4.5 for oh, me. I'm going to need... That's a really hot. It's hot. I'll go for four. It's fucking nice. All we'll right. read out 
Mark's review to finish this section, all right? right, Paul, but we now... Spaghetti. We want to go for the spaghetti, which has been sitting there. Oh, I've got a sweat on just from that one mouthful. Spicy forehead. You heard it here first. I'm literally going to have to have a glass of water just to reset my palate. Should have thought we should have had the chicken ramen. We never learn. Well, at least we're having this one last, which should take some of the edge off. Mm. I'll just clear the palate. Clear the palate. All right, here we go. Last one. Good noodle. That Sam Young is good. But very good. A very deep, scorching chilli heat. It's got the kind of, I don't know, like rug burn kind of heat on your tongue. It's that kind of yeah, burn. Totally, yeah. All right. But here it is. Make sure you get some of the red sauce. All right. Now, this is like a Vietnamese clone of spaghetti bolognese in an instant noodle flavour. It's like someone made an artificial spaghetti bolognese flavour. It's just like weird. I like it. It's nice. It's very tomatoey. It's very sweet. Yeah. It's definitely... but It is. It's a weird Frankenstein between noodle and bolognese. Yeah. But it's it's got that weird, like, artificial... Like, they've they've made it... They've they've pretended to make uh, bolognese. Do you know what I mean? It's like a toy it's snack. A thing. It's like a toy snack. It's a funny thing, that. It's enjoyable. I could certainly finish that off. You know what I mean? That would be... I could eat that. It's not so much of a novelty that it's off-putting. Oh, no. No. You've got little bits of uh, carrot in there. Spring onion. Nice. Good. What would you give that out of five, then? I'd give it a high score. What did you give the new other one? That's the thing. You could pimp that with things that weren't necessarily, like, Far Eastern-style food. You could pimp it with, like, some, I don't know, like a pepper or something. Mushrooms. Yeah. Shiitake. Well, you wouldn't want to do shiitake, is what I mean. So any mushroom I know. You don't... You can't name another mushroom. Name a mushroom. Come on, you utter philistine. Cloth cup. Cloth ear. Cloth ear. Right. Uh, I made that up What's too. What's your score? Uh, three and a half for that for me. Four and a half for the hot, fiery Samyang. That's your favourite. Yeah, and two and a half for Pokemon. Pokemon may have poisoned you, and... Uh, I feel all right. All three quite enjoyable, but... For you, what's the very best? Which one's going home with the prize tonight? It has to be the Samyang. I on agree. On a different level, man. That is like... It's very spicy. And what did Mark say on that to end on? Mark Allen is the noodle posse uh, capo, apart from me. He's one under me, yeah? He runs my noodle business when I'm not around. I mean, I don't give two literal fucks, but yeah. I'm glad you, you're enjoying well, yourself. You're here in the noodle fucking test lab, yeah? Yeah. And you shut your mouth. And he has reviewed this cheese one. He was meant to bring it to the live show. He ended up not bringing it, but he, he swapped one noodle. Noodle posse forever. Noodle posse forever. Noodle. Oh, and as we record this, I should mention, even though it would be old news by now, we're on Spotify. Yay! And Spotify said, we welcome the noodle posse to Spotify. I yeah. thought it was very Because nice. they know what this, is, what this yeah, fucking fu- podcast is really about. They fucking know they it. They know what, what side of their bread... They're buttered. What, what bread they get out of. They know what side of the noodle to drain the excess moisture off. Yeah, they do. They well, know They know which noodle to... The noodle side. That's the side they drain it off. Paul. They know where to drain. The noodle side. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Mark has reviewed the Samyang cheese hot chicken ramen flavour noodle, which we just ate. I should say, he did review the actual pack version yeah. rather than the cup noodle version, which we... I don't think there's going to be a great deal of difference, okay? And I'll just read it to you now. This is yet another intriguing strand of the Sam Young hot chicken range. Excuse me. This time with a cheese-flavoured twist. I have to admit, I've been putting off tasting this noodle for a while. I know he was meant to, you know, I've been waiting for this. Again, don't care. Fucking stop making comments. We're not going to get through this. 
I have to admit, I've been putting off tasting this noodle for a while now, because let's face it, when are you ever in the mood for a cheesy noodle, when there are countless other joyous flavours out there to divert your attention? Oh, this is another dreary My Life Before the Review kind of article, where it's like, here's a cut of my life, listen, aren't I interested and interested, listen, and now I've got time for a noodle, because I'm a little bit different. Listen, this is a quality noodle review, and I will not have you... Just trying to just you're clutching at straws. You got fucking Yelp for this, Mark. Fucking go there. <laughs> However, I decided to swallow my preconceptions and vow to take the noodle on its own merits. When I opened it, was it I, good? Yeah. It's getting there. This is my moment, Paul. Just don't ruin it, please. When I opened it, it was I was greeted with a modest two packet offering: one of the spicy chicken sauce and the other of cheese and herbs in powder form. That's what we got. The former packet is the standard one you get in the Sam Young hot chicken noodle, as I said. Only smaller. Nothing controversial there, but it was the cheese packet that was most startling. Upon opening it, I was overcome with a pungent cheesy smell that was fiercely redolent of a child's milky sick. Did you get that? I didn't personally, but I can understand what he's getting at. Yeah, neither me nor you have been around a lot of child's milky sick, so we'll take his word for it. Fair play. Uh, it genuinely made me recoil in horror yeah. and strongly reconsider my choice of noodle. Oh. However, I chose to soldier on. I'm glad you did. I, for one, am glad you did, Mark. Right. One bar left on the battery. Skip to it. If only because the good people of Samyang have been proven to know their way around a noodle and yet never steered me wrong yet. I followed the instructions and I'm delighted to say that the taste was immeasurably less offensive than the odour. Essentially, what you're getting is a creamier, milder version of the hot chicken flavour noodle with a background hum of umami underpinning the whole thing. Yeah. It's a surprisingly sweet noodle, too, which caught me off guard initially. After two mouthful those, I was fully on board, and it was added another level of complexity to an already pleasantly multifaceted noodle. As with all of the other recent Samyang offerings, this noodle still offers that robust chilli heat, which, yeah. although not as potent as other versions in this range, is still a bit of a brow-dabber in the very best sense we both agree. Yeah. All in all, a complex, often enigmatic noodle with a great depth of flavour that will have you scratching your head wondering why you're reaching for yet another packet. A slightly guilt-inducing seedy treat, like a school kid finding a weathered jazz mag under a hedge. Five stars. Thank you very much, Mark. What, do you agree with that, that review, though? I didn't really listen. But, I, I mean, the gist of it is you liked it, yeah? It did. It was a good noodle. It was a bit flowery. You could have just said it tastes nice, great. Mate, I mean, mate, maybe you should just record it himself and we'll edit it into the episode in future. Because, because you... Otherwise, you... I mean, we'll just turn this fucking podcast into Reader's Digest, episode reader's by episode. Reader's Digest? In what way is that like Reader's oh, Digest? Oh, isn't it funny that you could turn a cold tanger into a, into a Christmas decoration How once a year? I like that at all. So boring. Co- hang it into a Christmas decoration. Yeah, you like were clutching at straws. You've given out. You've checked out. You've checked out of this podcast. Yeah? Is it, are we finished at the Noodle Kitchen? I'm, I'm bringing Mark into this podcast. He's not. I'm, I'm taking... This is... See the podcast? I'm holding it. I'm walking Good away boy. with the podcast. Out of the Noodle I'm, Test Lab. I'm going. Get out. I can't... I'm going. I'm, down, I'm going down the corridor. Oh, it's you. <laughs> oh, and that was cheap show. Yes, 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 yes it was. Yes, 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 it was. Yes, it was. I think one of our better platters ever. A real mystery feast. Yeah, I'm very interested in obscure, the obscure, more obscure end of the uh, of the, the retail chain of seven char- inch singles. See, again, when you go looking for charity shops, you don't know what you're going to find. Yes, so. Uh, excellent, wonderful noodles, some more delicious finds. Good work there. Thank but you. But hey, hey, 
you're listening out there and you're thinking, how do I get in touch if I want to speak to you? How do I do it? You can email us. No, but I'm, I'm listening out there and I'm thinking, how, how do I get in touch? I'm going to tell you now, aren't I? But how? Dickhead. Shut up, dickhead. No, I'll but tell, tell me. First of all. How? Right, <laughs> no, don't. Listen. Chub, chub. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> listen, I've got my beard all greasy. Right, here we go. Email us, thecheapshow at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at thecheapshowpod. I'm at Paul Gannon Show. Eli is... Eli Snod. E-L-I-S-N-O-I-T. What else? What else? What else? Yes, we're on Reddit. We're on Tumblr. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, Get in touch. Just look for Cheap Show Podcast. You'll find us, most likely. Um, What will you say? What will you say? And if you you continue to support us on Patreon, thank you for keeping us going. Thank you for keeping us weekly. I've got something in store for you. Yeah, we've got some big plans coming up this year. No, I've got something personally in store. No, we're not doing that. I've got something personally. If it involves a poultice... There's no poultices round here. There's no poultice tier. There should be. So where's if you're whacking hard enough? It's a secret poultice tier. <laughs> right, so... Right. Right, good. Good. That's it. E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. Yes, good and wonderful stuff. And if you want to support us on Patreon... Can I just say thank you very much, Paul? Patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show. Thank you very much. Thank you. What a lovely episode of Cheap Show that's been. Shut up. Bye. Bye.